don't hear a lot about women's menstrual cycles when we talk about farm and retail produce employees. But when you're trying to improve the working conditions at your company, you have to consider the realistic needs of those who work for you. Hey, I'm Amy Souter, your host for the Tip of the Iceberg podcast and the Packers editor of Retail, Education, and PMG, our produce market guide. This week's episode is brought to you by Equitable Food Initiative, or EFI for short. EFI works with retailers and growers to create a transparent supply chain, a safer food system, and healthier work environments. This discussion features Blanca Acosta from Abundant Harvest Organics, which grows for homegrown organic farms. And she shares examples of what we can do to make our workplaces safer, healthier, and more productive. Let's join the chat with Blanca. This is Leanne Rizamenti with Equitable Food Initiative. And today we're gonna be talking about all things safety. In September, the National Education Center for Agricultural Safety marks National Farm Health and Safety Week. And the themes this year range from equipment and road safety to health and wellness and even brain health. I brought on today's guest, Blanca Acosta with Abundant Harvest Organics, who grows for homegrown organic farms, because Blanca is director of care and culture and has been focused on safety and wellness along with the EFI Worker Manager Collaborative Team at Abundant Harvest. So welcome to the podcast, Blanca. Hi, Leanne. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And, you know, just to express myself of how wonderful um, things we adapted now since we had EFI since 2020. Oh, that is always so lovely to hear. And I always like to say, you know, EFI is a program and it's the kinds of growing operations that adopt it and are willing to adopt it that make it successful. So I'm glad to hear that. And congratulations on all your hard work for making that successful. And um, that's a great uh, segue into my first question, because when you first engaged the EFI uh, team on your farm, there seemed to be a focus on safety, things such as adding extra touches and, and thoughts to further eliminate risk. So can you tell us about some of those efforts? Yes. So we started in 2020 and our focus was most, we thought our focus was going to be, you know, ladder and safety and slip and fall at the packing house. But how all of you remember 2020 was just hard on everybody and COVID and, you know, other um, health and wellness practices that we need to adapt to our company. But our main focus is just, you know, field-wise safety ladder usage and slip and fall in the packing house. So our focus was to not have to prevent accidents on when you open the ladder, either on harvest, pruning or thinning, and we adapted a sleeve cloth on, on the third leg. And that would just go into the dirt and just, you know, push it really hard and make sure it's not uh, opening up to you when you go up. It has prevented a lot of our accidents. So, and the team just came up with, you know, many uh, different ideas. And I can move on to the packing shed. And the packing shed, we had a lot of, uh, fruit in the ground. So one of the leadership team ladies said she's in the packing line. She said, why don't we start, you know, showing that we're able to pick up the fruit and then they'll just, you know, like a chain reaction. So now if they see a leader picking up fruit, you're most likely to pick up after too. 
So now when you come and visit our facility, there's not many fruit in the ground. And especially around our employees, no fruit should be around you. And you have to be responsible for picking it up. And it has brought down our slip, slips and falls. So we're really happy to, you know, share all that. Uh, the leadership has brought up to to our company. Yeah, I love that idea of leading by example. And that is a question I actually had for you. I know you don't have a huge amount of turnover at your operation, but you know, first you had these safety conversations and the team brainstormed and designed like the sleeve or said, hey, we need to all make a point, you know, of picking up fruit. But as new people come in, you know, I guess I'm curious how how they kind of fall into that or what communication has to happen to to make sure kind of everyone's on on the same page and doing all the things to keep the whole workforce safe. So when we adapt new employees, we all have uh, a new onboarding training that it's two hours. You know, just help you with your paperwork, any questions, you know, filling out your I-9, your, you know, just how many dependents for your taxes. And also it includes an hour and a half of uh, safety training, just our on-house safety training and an introduction of our EFI team. And that brings you up to speed on, you know, just not going in there and doing just your job, but, you know, staying safe while you, you're doing your job. And we also do um, monthly safety tailgate meetings, and that includes, you know, heat and illness prevention, slip and fall, um, you know, hygiene. So we do we do a lot of that too. Yeah, that's amazing. So by carving out that much time around safety really communicates to everyone in the operation how important it is. The tailgate meetings, those are interesting. So are those done in small groups? And how do you kind of message that out? Is that all through the EFI team? Or tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. So we involved our EFI leadership team, you know, for each month, we have questions that they want to point out. Let's say we're doing a benefit. If this month benefit was worker, workers comp, you know, we tie it with the worker safety. And a lot of our employees say they're afraid to report that they get injured at work. And with that, we give them that information of worker safety and say, we are covered with workers comp. These are the protocols you have to report. How many hours after you have an accident? How many hours you get paid? Just small questions. You know, we guide them to the right information. Yes, so we brainstorm just to present a, a benefit to all our employees. We do have them separated. We have our field team and we have our packing shed team. Mm-hmm. So and they so we are not gonna go present slip and fall out in the field, you know, because their their slip and fall is different from the packing shed. And we're sure. not gonna, you know, we're not gonna present safety ladder here at the packing shed when, you know, our employees here at the packing shed are not using ladders. So we tend to stay with your work environment, your work sure. um, group. So yeah, it yeah. makes sense. And then it's relevant and you pay attention because it's relevant to your work, exactly. right? And customize. Yeah. One of the things um, I think that's really interesting that EFI teams think about 
because, you know, when you think about safety, of course, slips and falls, like that's something that has an immediate impact, but the longer term injuries, things around ergonomics and muscular skeletal, you know, from repetitive motion of years of being in the field, um, that takes a toll over time. So even though they're maybe not as front of mind, I know there's things that your team is doing to prevent and help that. Can you talk a little bit about that specifically? Yes. So each morning, our field teams and our pecking shed team, they assign, let's say, three to five minutes each morning to do a repetitive motion injury exercise. So it just basic exercising your muscles just to warm them up to get ready to work and you know just basic stretches um to your legs your arms so all for your wrist and um you know the leadership team is actually in charge of those examples so and i know a funny thing here at the packing shed they they call it a buddy system so you get a efi representative and you get a volunteer employee that wants to you know just help you out to, to lead the exercises to lead the exercises yes each one yeah do do people find these are like kind of fun to do and a little bit of a you know warm up and and a mental break but or do you kind of get pushed back like why are we doing these yes at the beginning I mean everybody was just like oh no this is you know this is dumb this is not gonna help me how is oh. this gonna even you know motivate me to to start my day off but yeah. now you see them and it's like, it's like a little energy charging in the morning because, you know, you start giggling, you start, you see everybody just cheering up and doing, doing an exercise. And sometimes they even take advantage of somebody's birthday and they sing happy birthday oh, while they're doing the exercise. So it's just, you know, creating that fun safety environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, kind of along those same lines, you know, we're all guilty of this, right? We're like we know what best practices are, but you're in a rush. You're you're working quickly. You're thinking about a million different things, and you start to cut corners. Maybe you know, just not thinking through every minute of the day. What are some other things that you do to keep employees focused on safety? So besides our monthly meetings, we we tend to promote and print out our just regular keep up with our safety protocols. Let's say back in 2020, sorry, I, I, I'm going to relate a lot of 2020 because it was the beginning, but standards just change every, every time. And every time there was something new and something new that you had to adapt. So to keep our, our employees fresh on just following our protocols, it's we involve them, you know, we involve our employees to be part of the solution. Let's say, you know, just to, if they see something, report it. If they feel they need something or something's unsafe, let us know. So we, we try to motivate our supervisors also, because if the supervisors don't do their part, then our employees are never going to, you know, report anything. Yeah. And I think you already kind of addressed that idea of fear, which is really rampant in the industry around injury and workman's comp. And so it is, it is important to keep it top of mind and let it know that it really is acceptable to, to talk about. Um, that's great. And realizing wellness is really expansive. You know, I said 
during National Farm Health and Safety Week, they're looking at all of these different topics. It's it's so expansive. But you recently shared a story with me about one project that was really intentional to be more supportive of your female workers. So can you can you share about the addition you made to the the women's restroom? Yes. So on our monthly meetings for our leadership team, one of the problems, well, you know, you can't say it was a problem. It was more adapting and, you know, introducing um, to our female workers. Hey, I'm embarrassed to go to my lunchbox and get my feminine product because I'm in my monthly cycle and walk through all these people and then find a restroom, you know, why can't we just, you know, add something to the restaurant so every morning I'll leave my feminine products there and I don't feel you know ashamed or do guilty from from that you know or embarrassed let's let's say it's embarrassed right, yeah right. embarrassed and uh you would think it's not a problem but thinking about it it's like here in my office yeah I'm accommodated to all my needs but my female workers out there they needed that and especially because they would, you know, feel embarrassed to just walk with their things hidden in their in their uh, pants or, you know, just doing a fast walk just to get to the restroom or stuff. Yeah. You're yeah. already working uncomfortable enough. So, yeah. And then one of the funny parts, they were like, why don't we pass a law just if you're in your monthly cycle just to stay home? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you know things like that came Some, up. But they're 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 happy that we adapted that to to the restrooms, and now you have a safe um, station to leave your, your products. And let's say yeah. you have an emergency, we have extra extra products there for you too. You know? Yeah. I love this, right? It's time to definitely peel back the stigma of a mm -hmm. female's monthly cycle that we all know about. So um, I love that you've made it easier. And I love that the team can just talk about these things and not, you know, just worry what, what everyone's going to think about it. So we've covered a lot today. You've given us some great ideas from the tailgate meetings and being intentional about bringing these topics up over and over again. But what other advice do you have for engaging employees in whether it's safety or wellness processes? Having the employees be aware of their surroundings and just letting them know that they're in a safe environment working, you know? At the end of the day, we are, you know, just another number here, but if you have a safety environment, uh, they'll work happy and you'll have a happy product going to your cells or, you know, just finishing the, the day. So an open door policy, letting them know and report any accidents, I'll help you out. Excellent. And I do, <laughs> I do like to say that socially responsibly grown fruit always tastes sweeter because you know that it's coming from a happy place, as you said, happy workers. Great. Well, thank you so much today. Keep up the good work. And I always love to highlight the amazing things that you're doing at your operation, Blanca. So thanks so much. Thank you, Leanne, for having me here today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I love that new policy of warm-up exercises. That's something that we're all supposed to do, but we don't really want to take the time to our body's detriment. I mean, I know when I'm about to go on a run, I don't really feel like doing leg swings beforehand. And, you know, I think you can feel it and you're more likely to get injured. 
So even when you're standing and crouching or sitting in one spot for hours during your job, doing a repetitive motion, you better believe that your body needs that warm up. And with record-breaking heat in many parts of our country, I don't think we can stress enough how important it is to prevent heat stroke and other dangerous preventable illnesses. Anyway, check out our other Tip of the Iceberg podcast episodes. In our last episode, Dennis Donahue of Western Growers talks about how ag tech startups can meet the needs of growers, from training next-generation agricultural workers to harvesting robots. Not harvesting the robots, but using robots to help with the harvest. (laughs) And if you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and rate us on your preferred podcast platform. It really does help us out. And don't forget to visit produceedu.com because that's our free professional development training platform. You can get courses, all sorts. Our newest one is about understanding organic labels. Like, really, what do they mean? And then there's also courses on produce buying fundamentals, merchandising 101, reducing food waste, indoor growing, and so much more. You can add this training to your LinkedIn profile and use it as evidence of your awesomeness when you ask for a raise or a new role. Remember, it's at produceedu.com. In this new episode, oh, in this episode, show notes, find many ways to follow us for more produce information, news, tips, insights, perspectives, just everything you need to do your job better and to help your company. Thanks so much. Talk to you next time.